they're literally walking in the neighborhood in their bikinis. And they go to their teacher and they say, um, hey, what are you doing? You look great, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm going to the gym, the teacher says. And they're like, hey, can we hang with you? Can we? No, no, it's inappropriate. You're students of mine. I, I don't feel it's appropriate. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I need to hear that. I need to hear that it's inappropriate. Well, next thing I know, they say, look, do you want to go to a bar? Blah, blah, blah. She goes, a bar? I can't go to a bar. You guys aren't even old enough to drink, blah, blah, blah. What do you mean a bar? Um, so then they convince her that they're going to go to the gym or something with her or they're going to a pool. I don't know what they're doing, but they end up in her house where she has to change. Is the plot too much for you? You can't figure yeah. out well, what's uh, happening. During this part, I'm usually gathering my tissues <laughs> and covering the lens of my uh, the camera that looks at you I because see. I'm afraid that someone will see me. <laughs> I missed that little plot point. I see. Well, the teacher goes, hey, I got to put on a bathing suit. She walks out into the living room, takes off all her clothes. Now the teacher's nude, and she just starts trying on a bathing suit. She goes, you know, I'm really worried this isn't going to fit. What do you guys think? And the two kids, kids, they're like, you know, 19. You know, they got to make sure of that. And the two students are like, freaking out that she's standing there completely nude in front of them and then puts on this little bikini. And they're like, hey, you look great, blah, 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 blah. So she says, I'm going to take off my bikini. I want to wear your bikini to one of the other girls. And this girl, she says, take off your bikini. I'm going to try your bikini on. She goes, I don't want to be naked in, you know, in this room. She goes, what, what's with you? We're, we're all girls here. Let's all be naked. I mean, you know, it's no big deal. Take off your it bikini. It was inappropriate to walk down the street with him. Yeah. But it's okay well, once they're in to, the, be, right. you know, to right. switch bikinis and all that. Okay. So the teacher even says, have you two never been naked in front of each other? And the one girl who's shy goes, no, um, no, not really. And the other girl goes, no, I haven't seen her naked. And the teacher says, let me ask this. Have you two... She goes, this is ridiculous. Let me try on your bikini. She gets the girl up. She takes off the girl's bikini. Now she's naked, but the girl's very shy. She's covering her tits with the with her hand. The teacher tries on the bikini. She likes it. She So the teacher comes over on the couch and says, boy, you're really shy. Do you mean to tell me you two have never kissed or anything? And the other girl goes, I've kissed girls, but I've never kissed her. And the other girl goes, I've never kissed a girl. They go, come on, you gotta, you guys gotta try it. She pushes their heads together and they start kissing. Well, next thing you know, everybody's bikini is off. The school teacher. That crazy music comes up. <laughs> crazy music. School teacher. I don't like that music. The school teacher <laughs> is fingering the 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 the, 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 the girl, the student who was really you know a little bit shy. She doesn't seem shy now. Everybody. All been of a sudden, this. the legs are up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had it's seen this good. movie. I saw this movie months ago, and I go on YouPorn, and they go, you've watched this already, but maybe you want to see it again. I don't know how they know. They know they, you. They know me. <laughs> they have an intimate relationship. I said, well, I'm going to watch it again, you know? And I watched it again, and I enjoyed it just as much. I'm sitting but, here thinking uh, to myself, isn't life too short to waste it is your too time short. on this plot? <laughs> what, do you think I'm proud of this? It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Even I can't believe how what a degenerate I am. <laughs> I want to be a better man. I'm not. But, um, you know, I don't know what it is with me, but I do love seeing lesbians. And then when I saw the Kristen Stewart trailer, <laughs> um, I saw it was a holiday movie. And Beth had said to me, she wants to watch holiday movies. She loves Christmas. Her favorite holiday. So, and she'll watch any crap that says Christmas. We don't think it's crap. We love it. We love Shadow Stevens' daughter's movie. And now, uh, and, we, and we're going to monitor. You're going to the lesbian Christmas movie. Well, I didn't know this. When I saw, I didn't even know it was Kristen Stewart. It just said, hey, on uh, Netflix or whatever it is, Hulu. I don't know what it's on. Yeah, Hulu. They said, oh, great holiday movie. I put it on and right away, it's so Kristen Stewart, who I think is so fucking hot. She's got a girlfriend. And the girlfriend is taking Kristen Stewart home for Christmas to the parents' house. They get there, and the mother goes, oh, who's your friend? 
Turns out this girl hasn't told her mother that she's a lesbian yet. Uh-huh. And she introduces the girl. She introduces Kristen Stewart as like, oh, this is my friend. You see. And they're going to sleep in the same room? I don't know what's going to happen, but I oh, can't see, wait. Oh, see, you haven't gotten that far. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I only saw the trailer. Oh. That's the thing. I just hope there's some good outfits. I want them to be like lipstick lesbians. I hope it's not going to be like everybody's in the winter coat kind of situation. You know, I I'm, I like outfits. Ugh. Right? <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Aren't you glad we don't have to be in the same studio? Oh, I'm glad I, I'm not stuck in there in quarantine with you. Yeah. This no. entertainment would kill me. <laughs> no. If you were married to me, you'd have to watch this. <laughs> Uh, the Kristen Stewart movie is called Happiest Season. It will premiere on Hulu on November 25th. What's today? Oh, you've got lot. to wait. It's not oh, I didn't know like that. November 10th. We put a trailer on HowardStern.com so you can go on and look at that. Isn't that something? Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike wants to say hi in Maine. No trailer oh, for what the Constitution means to me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch it. You see what you see what I'm watching. I'm watching lesbian porn and lesbian holiday movies. And good for Hulu making a lesbian holiday movie. I love it. Thank you for that. Whatever, whatever I got to do to see that, I, I have to get on Hulu. Yes, Mike. Howard, I'm guessing you get a lot of tampon ads in your uh, in your internet searches on the side, just based on your what you watch. They got to think they must think you're a woman that's always dealing with emotional issues. I don't know. Uh, so, Howard, I'm losing my patience, Mike. Hurry up. <laughs> hey, so um, I, I was watching the news and they were talking about who's going to replace Alex Trebek as the host of Jeopardy. And they uh, they referenced your interview with George Stephanopoulos as maybe some proof that he might want to do it. So uh, well, I, just, I love I'll when tell they you something. It's so exciting. I love Alex Trebek. I gave him a beautiful eulogy yesterday. But um, you know, when it was announced that he had pancreatic cancer, Robin, in an impromptu moment, said to me, "Well, who do you think should replace Alex Trebek if something happens to him?" And without missing a beat, I said. George Stephanopoulos. Uh, Robin asked me a question. I always have an answer. The first <laughs> very name, very quickly, I, I, without <laughs> missing a beat. And uh, I said, I believe George Stephanopoulos has the gravitas to replace an Alex Trebek because Jeopardy is not like a regular game show. You've got to have some kind of credibility, an intellectual. Now, George Stephanopoulos was a Rhodes Scholar. He served in government. He was a press secretary for Clinton. He reads. What? He reads a <laughs> tremendous amount of books. His kids, re- I know him. His kids read books. Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. I'm always, whenever I see them, I'm like, wow. They, not that George reads books, but these kids read books. Uh, he made nuts. it look like fun, and they now read books. Right. Bright guy. I've uh, I've talked to him. I've done interviews with him, you know. And uh, he really popped into my mind as being an excellent host. And, you know, it really is difficult when somebody is so iconic on that on that game show. I mean, Alex Trebek is like the perfect host. It really is. There, there was no better. I mean, his articulation of the questions. He didn't fumper when he answered the question. It was well, never like, you know rah, what? Rah, rah, rah. what I he, found out was that but, he used to sit in the writer's room and help formulate the questions. There you go. I mean, this is a bright guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is a guy who, as I said, has gravitas. So you cannot take over the hosting of Jeopardy if you're a bullshit artist. First of all, you got to be able to read. You got to be able to prepare. You cannot, in the middle of the excitement of that game, you cannot be struggling with words and concepts and also running that game. Because you got to be very aware of what's going on when somebody does an answer in question form. You got to catch it quick. Boom. So there's a lot going on there, a lot to juggle. Now, I suggested this when Robin asked the question. After I said it, I 
somehow spoke to George about it because we the newspapers picked it up. Yeah. yeah, but I'm talking about off the air. I okay. and he said to me, I said, you know, George, I said on the air you would be. He started getting calls, so we talked. Right. I said, well, I think you'd be a good host, and I I saw the look in his eye. It wasn't like uh, that's ridiculous. I'm busy with Good Morning America. It was like it wasn't like don't bother uh, me with that. I'll tell you what it was like. It was like, how much does, uh, what's his name there, Alex Trebek make? That's what I mean. You know, listen. <laughs> that was the look. <laughs> that was the look. Because I think Trebek made a fortune off of that. Yeah, thing. I'm sure That was he his did. gig. I mean, and, 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 and you tape five shows in one day and you're done. So I saw already, he was already counting the dollar. I saw already he was calculating buying nine? a new house. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I saw. I saw. <laughs> Trust me. Who wouldn't want that gig? It's a it's a license to print money. That show Jeopardy, it, it, it's it's on everywhere. It's syndicated, which means it makes tremendous money. Why does it make tremendous money? It's not on a network. Every individual market in television market has to buy Jeopardy from the syndicator. That's a tremendous amount of money. You're talking about taking Is it George. a package Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Yes. They sell it at the, the, the King World used to own it. I don't know who owns it now. Uh, but Merv Griffin developed those shows. It right. made him a mega billionaire. That's why he was a billionaire. Yeah, that, That's right. It wasn't from that dopey talk show. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> then, All right, uh, I always thought of those two shows as like checkers and chess. Like Everybody can guess the Wheel of Fortune you know, uh, clues, but only certain people can play Jeopardy and do well at right. it. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. That's how I thought of it. Hey, Howard, most now, importantly, the people uh, that you know sure. who really. Wait a minute, the, wait a minute. The person who should really host Jeopardy is this guy uh, from Turkey who, who just came up with the vaccine. Well, don't you think he should continue inventing cures <laughs> instead of handling a game show? Robert, there's no money in that. <laughs> um, but you know John, what George is saying? George is saying, I am not pursuing. Any uh, he is. avenue he is. to replace. I have not been called. No. No, they no, should no. strike me from the list because now they're putting out lists of people that Alex said that he wanted to replace him or who might be good. I started And this. they have now put George on the list. Now, listen to me. First of all, don't trust the list that Alex Trebek made. He doesn't want anyone good taking over Jeopardy. He wants it to fail after you he's gone. You think he's sabotaging Jeopardy? Uh, I would do the same thing. If I was the host of Jeopardy, what, I want somebody good so that they forget about me? It's like what Warren Zevon said. Say once in a while, sing a song about me. Put me in your heart. You think Alex Trebek wants somebody good? Don't even. You know who I think Alex Trebek wanted? The guy who, Ken Jennings. He's not Ken Jennings is now host. one of the producers of Jeopardy. No, I don't care what out. he is. Let him produce. He can't be on camera. Stop it. You know better than that. What's the matter with you? That's like, you know who I want to replace me? When I die, people say, who do you want to replace me? You know who I want. I've told Robin this. I want Benji to replace me. <laughs> That's who I, I went through my staff and I decided oh Benji would be my replacement. That's right. That's right. See if you miss me. What do you think? What do you think I'm gonna have Fred replace me? You'll 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 you you won't even think about me. Boy, That's Fred's right. You'll stay tuned. Fred's doing a terrific job. Oh, I would well. love for you to make make Benji, Gary, and Jason and Will's boss for the day, and have them have them give them commands and have him be the host. That would be the greatest uh, reality show. Have Benji now, be the boss of your show. I'd love that. John Hine is going around saying that Ken Jennings should be the uh, host. Hey, He's wrong. Don't listen to him. He presents himself as a television expert. He just watches television. Doesn't know anything about the actual. He's broadcast like Gary. Business. He listens to music. He's not that's a music right. Expert. That's right. Trust me on that. Now, as far as George Stephanopoulos goes, he's definitely into it. He wants the job, but he cannot seem anxious. After all, Alex Trebek is still warm. They haven't even put him in the ground yet. That's why I thought he was being so gracious as to say, yes. I w I've never even thought about it. I'm not pursuing it. Of course. Uh, no, I've not been approached. There's nothing to it. That's right. You know who said that? Biden. No, he's <laughs> Listen, George wants the job very badly. That's <laughs> all you want. He wants it. He can't no, I'm just wondering if Allie knows this. Allie does know it, and Allie wants it very badly, too. Ah. Allie wants it.
she think, wants to produce the show. Do you think he put in the time to do the Today Show and uh, the, uh, the Good Morning America Good Morning and America. do Jeopardy? Or would he quit the other show? No. He will do both. Because that he, gives him the more credibility, right? If he's a newsman, right? He Well, he's trying to um, work his life so he never has to go home again. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he is doing, he wants them in conjunction. He has the feeling, I think, that the... The Jeopardy show would be a side gig. Well, let's yeah. look at his schedule, though. He's on Good, Good Morning, Morning America. America five days a week. Plus, on the weekends, then he, has he does the Sunday show. This that's week. right. He is going to tape. Going to have time. There's no problem with that. There is Saturday. He's completely free. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stop playing golf, and he's going to now really now he's going to become a worker. Is he a golfer? He is. Oh, I didn't know that. I think he I mean, he looks like one. I don't know. <laughs> I could see him out there. I don't know what he is. What do I know? But I think he is very desirous of the job. He would take it if it was presented to him. Um, but right now, for him to say that he would, uh, he's in the running or he wants the job badly would look bad, would make him seem desperate. He's playing it just the right way. I would play it the same way. Well, let me and ask you something. He doesn't want to appear over anxious either, Robin, because for the negotiation, that's it would right. Not he be wants good. top dollar. Right. Top dollar. But let me top ask dollar. you something. Yes. How should Jeopardy handle? Remember when Regis left live? Yes. And they had this series of rotating hosts. That's right. Until they found the fit they were looking for. Should there be, because no one ever subbed for Alex Trebek. You've never seen no anybody way. else do Jeopardy. Absolutely not. George Stephanopoulos is not going to sit there He's and reduce not. himself to some kind of fucking tryout. <laughs> he wants a solid five-year deal. All right. Uh, he's not going to... The guy's, you know, he's on top of the world. Good Morning America's number one. He uh, he got rid of Matt Lauer. He got rid of... Um, uh, who else is on there? Uh, oh, Charlie the, Rose. Charlie Rose on the other side, yeah. He's the only guy left standing. Everybody <laughs> else has been replaced by a woman. <laughs> He's the only guy left. Uh, he's sitting on top of the world. He's in a perfect position. I put the name out there. It seems to have caught on. And he's going to sit back. And he's going to wait. And that's what and you do. And let that come to him. Let it come to him. And I I would advise him strongly not to audition. You know, not none of that. Really? Absolutely. He can handle it. Ken Jennings is over there saying, look, I'll do anything. I'll even stay here and clean up after the taping's over. Right. That's why no one wants him. <laughs> oh, there it is. Did I put the name out there? Yes. Is it catching on? Yes. Yes. Will, will he get the job if he follows this game plan that he's on, which is to say, I don't even want it. He will get it. All right. And do not well, seem well, like you're, you're pissing Trebek on the grave of Alex Trebek. You cannot appear over anxious. That's right. Even I'm saying it. I don't you want know, to listen. Uh oh. John Hine uh -oh. just popped up. <laughs> What's your problem? I think George is perfectly qualified. I think he'd be excellent at the job. I don't think he's getting it. I think it's going to go to Ken Jennings for a couple of reasons. One, go ahead. Jeopardy does not need a name, quote unquote, to host the show. People tune True. in to play the game. Two, Agreed. Ken Jennings is going to be a lot less expensive than George Stephanopoulos is going to be. And three, they shoot the show in L.A. Ken Jennings is already a consulting producer on the show. George, as you guys are saying, would have to upend his whole schedule to do it. Let me, let me be the counterpoint to that. Number one, you're right. They don't need a celebrity to host Jeopardy, but they need a charismatic leader. Ken Jennings has no gravitas. Yes, he won Jeopardy. Yes, he was a top champion. But he's like a schlub. You understand what schlub is? Gravitas. Oh, I do. He's a, every guy, you know, it's like, who's this guy? Alex Trebek had a certain manner, a certain, you, you, you went, wow, you know, when he walked in the room. He had a charisma. He also has a good voice. He's an announcer. Uh, this is the kind of, you know, you want someone with television experience who can take charge of that show. Smack people around Playing if they the get game out of line. isn't uh, television experience. But, Playing the playing the game. Listen, Bobo calls into my show. Do you think Bobo should take over when I drop dead? Yes. No, you do. You 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 want to work with Bobo? All right. 
I'll tell you who I want to host Jeopardy. Amber Stevens West. <laughs> but uh, no, you want somebody who people would be interested in seeing. Yes, Ralph, what do you want to say? Go ahead. I watch Jeopardy almost every night, and you are 110% right. George would be excellent, and John is 100%, 10% wrong. Ken Jennings is a bore. I mean, right. he'd be awful. I would probably never watch Jeopardy again. It's just, of course. And the only reason he won the greatest of all time is because he stole the other guy's gameplay, James Holzhauer. So, Look, fuck him. When, when, Howard, when you did the uh, the tribute to Alex, you played Thank a you. clip about how they lowballed him to get him to host the show initially. The only reason he made that money is because they made him a producer on the show. If they're willing, John, you're to wrong. Pay... They're going to have to pony up. They're going to have to pony up for a good host. Nobody's going to want to watch. This is a big franchise it. now. Yeah, there was Let's nothing John... when you, uh, Alex took it over. I Go think ahead. you're underestimating the Jeopardy audience, and they, they love. Robin, you watch the show. They love when Ken Jennings comes on. I, I mean, know that he, they, I, well, I was thinking that myself, John, that there is a warmth toward uh, Ken because of his association with the show no. and his association with Alex. No. And no, so no, there no, is no. this love no. of him in the Jeopardy community, if you will. They, the Jeopardy community, a bunch of losers, number one. Number two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> number two. They don't know anything about show business. Ken, Ken Jennings, when he would come on Jeopardy, was a player. That's why they, they love the way he plays the game. You Let me tell you about Alex Trebek. If he played the game, he would have lost. <laughs> he would have been horrible at it. He's a, he, he was dopey like me. No more he's an announcer. No, 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 no. Now, he loved learning. No. He was a very philosophical man. You no. don't know the Alex Trebek I knew. Okay. <laughs> Forget Ken Jennings. It wouldn't work. No I one think wants it could to... work. No. They want to I see think him George play the game. I think George is a great uh, choice. Mm -hmm. I'll bet on it. What do you want to bet? Let me hear what the bet is, first of all. I'll bet you $100 Go ahead. that Ken Jennings will be the next host of Jeopardy, and you can take George Stephanopoulos as your pick. And if no, neither of them get the job, the nobody wins. Here's the bet. I'll bet you whether or not Ken Jennings will be the next host of Jeopardy. I say no. Okay. What do you I say? say yes. Hundred bucks. Easiest hundred I okay. ever made. Okay. Then we, once Ken is appointed, we can have another bet how long he will last before they'll switch him out and put George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Under a year. <laughs> Under a year. Under a year. All right. You gotta. You, you, you know, I'm backing my horse. You know what? Though, I'm going to tell you not, something. You, I'm going to tell backing, you something. You're not backing your horse here. I mean, I've got Ken. No, 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 no. First hey, of George. all, George, George has a gig. He's got a busy life. Understood. Uh, I don't know that he's really interested in taking this. I think he's. I think if they if they back up the Brinks truck, he's got to take it. His wife will kick him in the ass if he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen their house. They could use a bigger house. Ooh. No offense. That's a knock. Come on. What? You mean a knock? <laughs> Allie would love His a bigger house. His house isn't big enough. <laughs> no. For a guy who's the host of Good Morning America. And I understand what you mean about his hosting ability and the television appeal. I get all that. Right. But Jeopardy is living on its name. And Ken is an easy fix. And I think he would actually do a good job. See, I'm, I'm going to propose another name. And this man has it in his blood. Who? Chris Wallace. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. He would take Robin? it. He's only working Sundays, as far as I can tell. <laughs> I'll bet you 200 on that. Uh, you saw what happened at the debate, didn't you? I like Chris Wallace. Don't get me wrong. The man lost control. Well, he's not going to have <laughs> Trump and Biden. There. That's true. No, I like Chris Wallace. That's not a bad name, actually. You know, and Mike his Wallace. father was a game show host. That's true. That's he, what I was about to say. You That's know, true. got known in 60 Minutes Life, in his 60 yeah. Minutes Life. So That's I true. say he's got it in his blood. Well, you know, you, you're thinking along the same lines I am. In other words, you want someone with some credibility, some gravitas. That's right. 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 What about Trump? Oh, sing it. You have gravitas. to have a man who's smart. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's free That's now. all I'm saying. <laughs> um, how about Greta Thunberg? Anybody mention that name? That's a long shot. But... <laughs> Please remember to answer in um, a question form. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen, but uh, it won't be uh, Ken Jennings. I don't believe it will be. I don't even think we should be talking about who's going to replace Alex Trebek. Is he even in his grave yet? Not yet. Not yet. He's still, you can still see the body. But um, <laughs> I'll tell you something. You know, people think hosting a game show is easy. You know, there are certain guys who are good at it. There is a certain, again, uh, charisma that you need. Like like, like, like uh, Dancing with the Stars, the guy who used to host it. I can't think Tom of his Bergeron. name. Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. He was very good at it. Yeah. Very, it, you didn't sit there and think about Tom Bergeron when he was on. It was, it, the reason it worked is that he got out of the way. He didn't fumfer. He spoke clearly. His pronunciations, his enunciation was all perfect. And in a live setting, he handled himself very well. Uh, Tyra is having a hard time because that's not her thing. And uh, it's more about Tyra than it is well, about the people dancing. Say. Yeah, she's thinking about Tyra, right. not the quote-unquote right. game. So, um, you know, the, the, it's a very important decision. You know, I remember when they came to me for America's Got Talent. Uh, first of all, I did what George did, what George is doing right now. They came to me. I told them to go fuck themselves. First time they walked in. Uh, Meredith and, uh, what's his name? And now runs NBC, the British guy, Paul, Paul Telegdi, Paul, Paul Telegdi. Yeah. Paul Telegdi. They came in. I told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I said, I, I'm very flattered. I love the idea of America's got talent, but uh, I'm too busy. I wasn't too busy. I was sitting home picking my asshole. You were watching the game yelling at your screen. Right. I was watching America's got talent for free, <laughs> but you don't jump at it. You do it, uh, you know, and then. Then they came back with a horrible offer for me. To, they said, we want you. Here's like, you know, here's like $12 to show up. <laughs> Again, I said, fuck you. You couldn't, you, you, I'm not doing it. Then I didn't hear from him for about, I'd say seven months. I said, go find someone else. I knew I was the best guy for the job. They looked for seven months. They couldn't find anyone. And they caved. They had to pay me when I told them I was going to have to pay me. So you that's know what how to advise George. I am closely advising whole. George on this whole thing. The way he's doing it is perfect. <laughs> I don't want it. Take my name out of here. Are you crazy? But at home, he wants it so bad. <laughs> he sits by that phone waiting for it to ring. Hello, who is this? Is it Jeopardy? I mean, is who is this? <laughs> Uh, what can I tell you? Let's go to, uh, Dylan, who says he's a Jeopardy super fan. Okay. Shame oh. on you. Shame on you. The man hasn't been dead for two days and you're replacing him. <laughs> yeah, listen, Canadian life goes icon. on. All right, like enough that. of that. On our, please. All on our phone, on our Zoom right now. This is great. I hate to cut away from John Heim, but President Trump is on and wants to oh. talk. That's on right. On Zoom. On Zoom. Where are you? Um, oh, is he on the phone? Oh, he's on the phone? Oh, I don't know where he is. I'll talk to him either way. <laughs> Hello, Mr. President. Hello, Howard. How are you? Well, um, I am calling to finally concede. All right. That I'm a super cool guy with huge hands, a hot wife, and Joe Biden is sleepier and creepier than ever. Trump wins. Listen, you, uh, so what you're really, you're not conceding anything. You're not conceding the election of Joe Biden. Would it, why? Why? Why would I concede? I'm not a conceited person. Biden's conceded. He's the one always talking about himself. He's the one going around saying, oh, I'm going to unify the country. I could have done that. I just didn't want to. Well, listen, I got news for you. 
life goes on. Everyone's saying that Joe Biden won. That's it. Who? who Howard, who? Who? Are you listening to the loony liberal left wing media like Fox News? Because we have to stop the count. We have to stop the count until we know what the hell is going on. I, I hate counting. I've always hated it. I've always hated they, it. They've already you know, counted. Have what? No, 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 no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Have you looked at the excuse number you, one? You yes. looked at the number one. Looks like a uh-huh. penis. Looks like a penis. Right. Right? right. right. And I say, no, thanks. No ones. No, thank you. And I mean, the number 69. That's a great number. It's a fun, fun number. But look at eight. Looks like a sideways ball sack. And the Democrats know that. They know that, Howard. Trump wins. You know, listen, Mr. President, at some point, you got to sit down, accept reality and say, I haven't won. That's it. I did win. And by the way, by the way, reality is very overrated, Howard, just like monogamy and paying your taxes. <laughs> I haven't faced either one. Luckily, they're both under audit. That's right. Well, Mr. President, the votes have been counted and you lost to Joe Biden by by over three million votes. Howard, Howard, you're making that sound like a big number. That it's not a, three million's nothing. It's nothing. I lost one billion dollars in 1994 alone. Look, plus the election was rigged. It's rigged, Howard. Three million illegal immigrants snuck into the country in a giant Trojan pinata. They cast the votes. All right, in all the crucial states, and then they tunneled back home to Guatemala. Dalahara, like Bugs Bunny. How's that sound? Are you buying that by any chance? Because tomorrow Rudy's going to say that. Well, Rudy's going to say that tomorrow at a press conference in front of the TJ match between Kmart <laughs> and a titty bar named Nips and Flips. Nips and All Flips. Right. I like that. I have, have you Mr. got President. the uh, address right on that uh, one? Nips and Flips? <laughs> I'll go there. So yeah, that's, 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 that's your theory. That's your theory for why you lost. Well, also, where's Hunter Biden? Where's Hunter, right? No one saw him last week. You know, connect the dots, Howard. Connect the dots. What are you saying? I'm confused. Well, we all know Hunter got a new laptop, right? Right. Right. And he hacked the election for his dad. It's true. It's true. I heard all about it from High Register Sean. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, you're speaking now to high register son, really? Yes, yes. He said, money. All right. Listen, I'm done with all these crazy theories. No, Howard, Howard, Howard. This this is the definition of a conspiracy. I looked it up on the Google, on the Google. An agreement between two or more persons to engage jointly in unlawful or criminal act. That means, that means every person who voted for Joe Biden is in on the conspiracy. Uh. That's America. Half of America is against me, is against me. And I'm going to sue each and every one of you, Howard. Well, I'm going to give you some good advice. You need to calm down. That's my advice. Well, well, you know what? You're right. You're right. And and the truth is, the truth is, it's so nice to be back on your show where I can say anything, any crazy bullshit. And I don't get flagged by Twitter, you know, check it out. How about this? Ralph loves crushing pussy. How about that? Crushing pussy. (laughs) See that? See? No fact checkers. No fact checkers checkers on that. Well, all right. Look, I I think you're going to have to realize you lost. Right? That's my Malaya advice. Malaya is never, telling you you lost. Everyone is I've telling I've never you. lost anything, ever. I mean, other than billions and billions and billions of dollars. My airline, <laughs> the USFL, two wives, three casinos. Other than that, it's been a nonstop winning streak. All right. Well, I'm, listen, I know you're a bit down, and I'm not going to pick on you. If you say it, then it must be true. If you say so, I'll go along with it. Oh, okay? don't appease him, Howard. Ah, uh, come on. Look, the guy's well, down. I've got some new ideas. I've got some new ideas. I'm going to make some side cash by renting rooms in the White House for a couple of months. You know, a lot of people, they still want to bang. They want to bang in the Lincoln bedroom. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> that's right. And that's right. the room. That's the room where Chris Christie, he used that for farting. So it just needs to be aired out. But we're going to make a killing on that. All right, well, listen, uh, that I wish you good luck with and all, with all that kind of stuff. Yes. And Howard, you know, you did a lot of rallies. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Can I still hold rallies, even though I'm just a rich guy who likes people cheering for me? I don't see why not. Of course you can hold a rally. Go ahead. Really? Really? This is great. All right. That case, I'm quitting right now. Where's Sleepy Joe? You can fix everything. I'm going to grab pussy again. All right. 
All right, there he is. There is our Get over uh, here, Kaylee. Come here, Kaylee. Come here. You. Right, Look at you. you. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What is she went to Harvard. She's pretty hot, I have to tell you. No, she She's is like hot. the real legally blonde. Real legally blonde. <laughs> All right, you. You hear Kaylee back there? She's running. Yeah, I hear her. Come here, you. Come here. I can't move that fast. I can't move that fast. All right. Thank you, Mr. President. There he is. Always, always, uh, always a pleasure, Howard. Always a pleasure. Yes. By the way, I want to thank uh, Muggsy Jeans. I want to give a big thank you out to Muggsy Jeans, our sponsor for the day. Go to Muggsy.com slash 100 and check out their comfortable jeans. And they are comfortable, like jammies almost. But I don't even know how they do it. The material is so comfortable, and yet the Muggsy looks looks so... It looks like jeans. Yes, yes. And they even now have... uh, they have chinos. I wanted you to know that. I want you to see me in my Muggsy chinos, Robin. I want you to oh. really see me. For $10 off any purchase, use code 100 by going to Muggsy.com slash 100. Let's go to Andrew in Missouri. Yes. Uh, oh, where did he go? Let's go to Andrew in Missouri. Hey yes, Andrew. Hey, now. Hey, now. All right. Hey, hey so now. I have a name for the Jeopardy, uh, the Jeopardy host. I think you guys are not considering the best option. Um, the guy's a genius, and he's obviously desperate for work. He's doing TD Ameritrade commercials, I think. So Dolph Lundgren would be my pick. Dolph Lundgren? He, he, Look him he, up. He has patents for space exploration things. He's he's crazy smart. He'd be, I, I think he, yeah. uh, him and Dolph Ken Jennings Lundgren, I've read like about him in the past. He is one yes. of those guys that has some sort of, uh, you know, he's actually like a high IQ kind of guy, but. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Somebody what? burdened him with that beautiful face, and he's got a beautiful face. But the he's problem got, is, he's, he's like a wooden board when he gets in a movie, right? So I mean, what are they going to do? Yeah, with maybe that? it doesn't translate into acting right. when you're that yeah, smart, right? I think he should host anything but Jeopardy. But uh, I, I don't see it. But maybe you're right, Andrew. Throw the name in the list. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Yes, apples. You're on the air. This is apples, everybody. Hi. Hey now. Hey now. Uh, Howard, we, we hey had now. a great time, you know, hey now, picking on Ron. Why not, uh, why not uh, Steven Seagal is the host of Jeopardy? Oh, You're gonna go stop to... it. I'll watch that <laughs> anytime. Gravitas. Uh, gravitas. Yes. Uh, hey now, let me, let's. Gravitas. We, we picked on Ronnie hey for a while, but hey now. I want to, hey I want to look at, at Ralph, okay? Ralph stood up for the election. We got on his side. But I got a conspiracy theory. That when you guys produce the video, uh, you know, of Rouse and Ronnie fighting, Rouse is using an old picture. Now, when we saw Rouse on the, uh, excuse me, on the uh, prettiest penis contest, we saw Zoom Rouse, which is live day Rouse. And since then, and Rouse caught a lot of flack, but the media moved on. Um, since Listen, then, Apples, I, I love you. Air. You've called before. You're not, you seem you, like a nice man. You you, you're killing me here. I, I hear the radio's turning off. Uh, you you got to get to some sort of point what about Ralph. Okay, Ralph is using an old picture. Like, Ralph is using an old picture when you produce online content through the app or something like that. All right, yes. And, and Who isn't? I don't think Ralph... Ralph yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm using an old picture, and <laughs> well, I think everyone on the show is. I'm not going to use a new picture. You should see me on that poster Simona's yeah. doing. I look like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you should see my publicity oh, photo. I think it was taken nine years ago. Uh, listen, okay. Apples, well, I don't me, know what you want from me you. with Ralph. Uh, uh, you're making some sort of point, but let you're dragging you it out. Else. Go ahead. Okay. Jesus Christ. Let me ask you something else. Please. Sorry, pal. Oh, my God. Come on. If you're dating... You date a new woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everything's nice. It gets intimate, but there's a smell. Haven't we been over this? I yeah, I think that, that was 20 uh, years uh, ago, too. We dealt Apples, with that. Go home and figure out a new uh, question. The guy's been locked up too long in quarantine. Matter where it is. Go ahead, Andrew. Hi, good morning. Here. How are you? You know why his name is Apples? He, he turned my brain into applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with him? He's How are you, Howard? Good. It's a pleasure talking oh. to you. Yeah, I mean, yes, thank you. Um, yeah. I, ha- I have. Some- Can you give me some advice? Because my wife and I are freaking out. Um, we recently just put our son back into school, and he's in first grade, and we're in uh, New Jersey, 
And we're Don't just let him so back in the house. And so worried. <laughs> That's yeah. it. He can't He's going to get back? you sick. He's going to get you sick. <laughs> I know two people just died yeah, from COVID personally. I know. We um, we've had both of our our grandparents passed um, oh. last month. Yeah, COVID, and, uh, right? It's been it's been re- yeah. Of course, my my yeah. grandmother was in uh, a nursing home down the shore in New Jersey, and my uh, my wife's grandmother uh, passed away. The same thing. She was in a nursing home in uh, northern New Jersey within a couple. Yeah, of your days kid of each probably other. killed them. They're the going to school business. Listen, I got news for you, yeah, Andrew. To answer you seriously, no joking. Uh, I feel so bad for parents who have these kids who are now of school age. Yeah. Because I don't know what the fuck I would do. I, I thank God that uh, when my kids were young, I didn't have to go through this because uh, they would have been miserable. I wouldn't let any other kids in the house. I wouldn't send my kids anywhere. Everyone who would have to quarantine with me, and that would be the end of it. Uh, now I see I've got friends who have kids school age. The kids, the school's now... Uh, they, the kids are going to school two times a week. I go, yes. what's that about? Right. Two times a week. But I, they do school why? at home the rest of the time. So how does that make any sense? I mean, you well, think a kid in first grade. the class is smaller because you have them <clears throat> on shifts. You know, yeah. like everybody doesn't go to school on the same day. Listen, right, in, these uh, kids in, in first in grade, they don't keep their hands off of one another. They're all, right, you know, right. they're, not, they're little kids. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. We got, we, 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 we're all over the place with this. Uh, well, there is a way to do it. I don't know that the schools are doing it. If we could have the president of Australia or New Zealand tell us how to do it and do it, I'd be satisfied with that. Look, with uh, kids, you give them the explanation for things, but you turn everything into a game. When you tell a kid right. you can't touch somebody, yeah. then they're like, why right. can't I touch somebody? But if you tell them exactly. you create a game mm-hmm. and you put them inside a, a shielded area so they can't be exposed <laughs> to droplets, they don't even have to necessarily wear masks. If but I we don't kid. do that. We We make it complicated. I I would uncomplicate it. Everyone stay home and learn on Zoom. That's it. Now it's clear. It's hard for children to sit there in front of Zoom. I don't care. We, can I? Um, Let me tell you something. I mean, I went to school. I sat in a classroom. It was hard. <laughs> Maybe it's easier for someone like me. Uh, and, and Andrew, I, in all seriousness, I feel for you because you know you're in this position where you have to figure these things out. There's very little leadership right. on uh, this stuff, as we know. We've talked about that. So uh, I feel for you. But anyway, you were saying. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt. Um, in September, we had him home. We were one of few parents. It, it was more, you know, it was more of a majority of parents that kept their kids in school as opposed to at home. But we were one of the parents that kept uh, our son at home. And it was a disaster. The Zoom learning at home is a Pardon my French, the fucking nightmare. He wasn't learning. He's not getting that in-person communication. He's not being a kid. I agree. And he was driving us nuts. We, no. We're both home from work. It's it's a disaster. So in October, we had to um, send a letter into the superintendent to give him the okay to go back. And now just recently he went back. But I see. We, Listen, it's we, a bad position to be in. It's crazy. I hear you. But luckily, he only has, he only has, um, they only limit the classroom to 14 kids. And the kids can't move anywhere. Uh, they can't go outside the room. The teacher comes in, they eat the lunch in the class. They don't go out anywhere except for outside for recess. So they have it. Well, maybe it'll work. I hope. Still in the back of my, you know, it's, it's just, it's such a disgusting situation. And we're so blessed that Biden was elected. Yes. Because you know what it is. Such a positive. We all feel, at least half the country feels, we're we're not getting guidance. It's like, oh, don't wear a mask, don't do anything. You know, it, that, that's not the answer. Right. We need help. Kids and uh, can't this guy, get it. Andrew, you heard that too. I, you know, I, this this guy, Andrew, I got in an argument. This, I got an argument with I got an argument with a guy the other day, just pumping gas. Comes up to my door, practically coughing, grabbing my my debit card. I'm like, dude, put a fucking mask on, seriously. Right. Like, what's, and he gets into an argument with me. Like, like it's a political thing. And then, 
I, I don't want to keep going, but still, to vent, the other day uh, I went out. Um, we usually go out like once and stock up for a couple of weeks so that we don't have to continuously go out week to week to week. So the uh, the other day I took it upon myself to go to Walmart in Teterboro. So I'm there, and there was a little bit of a line going in, and this guy I knew was going to say something. He had that look. I knew. So we're all waiting in line. Um there's a nice uh, elderly woman from Walmart telling us, you know, we were only letting so many people in at a time. It's a little busy, blah, 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 blah. Put your mask on. Everybody else had their mask on except for this one asshole who was on the phone, I think, with his daughter-in-law screaming like an asshole. The woman got to him at the top of his voice. Mind you, there was a, a woman behind me with a kid, and in front of me there were children. Oh, I'm not putting my fucking mask on. Who the fuck you think I am? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Entitled prick. Disgusting. You know, and doesn't give a shit about anyone else. And, I and mean, then what does he two, think? Two people in back of us. Two people in back of us. You can tell the type. Fuck you. Yeah, don't put your fucking mask on. Fuck you. Yeah, freedom. Now it's freedom. a rally. <laughs> I need my freedom. Uh, I mean, and then they're ready to fight you. And uh, it's just a yes, nightmare yes, with the idiots. so confrontational. God forbid yeah. if you look at somebody going down the wrong aisle in, a, in a, a supermarket and say, what the fuck are you doing going the wrong way? They'll slash you. And you it's know, horrible. These people are so confrontational. Well, they've been given the go-ahead by their, their guru, their leader. And I tell you what, it's creating a nightmare for people who have to live a real life. You've got to be able to send yeah. your kid to school. You've got to be able to shop for food. For Christ's sake, it isn't too much to ask that you wear a mask. The New York City mayor, the governor of New Jersey, have been warning about a second wave that's coming. They say this second wave is going to be worse than when this thing started. And Come they say on. we're ready, headed for COVID hell, is what the expert yeah. said yesterday at the Biden press, you know, committee meeting. Yeah, and and and, and we're, it's, we're it's still far away. New Jersey too. Yeah. Oh it, yeah, Andrew, I feel your pain so much. That's why I've been on the radio talking about the election, talking about the craziness in this country. For us to be so far behind in the fight against COVID, the war on COVID is insane and for a guy like you who's got a young kid at home and you don't know which fucking way to turn i feel for you and i feel for everybody yeah. my, and let's get out of my, this my fucking wife. annoying asshole behavior you don't know come on man i need my freedom i can't breathe blah, blah, blah. shut yeah, the fuck horrible. up you fucks wear your mask i, I mean I, my, you know my wife what, makes what, here, listen to this for a my, second. My wife. Tonight Hold still on. remains a yeah. mandate that all New Yorkers must wear a face mask when out in public. But it appears now not everyone is following that rule. Corona's infected the human race. It's common sense to cover your face. Just when I thought COVID-19 would pass, people won't wear Clear evidence that wearing masks or face coverings helps prevent the spread of this virus to others. Hey. Don't well, people see that the, they're still getting COVID in the White House because they won't follow their the, the guidelines. So yesterday, yeah, another uh, the lawyer for Trump in his uh, fight for. Uh, you know, fraud in the election. He's got COVID. His chief <laughs> yeah. staff has got COVID. Um, the yeah, guy who guys. runs housing and urban development. What is his name? Ben, the, the surgeon. Ben Laden. Who tried to, no, the surgeon, uh, Carson the, uh, is his name? The doctor. Ben Carson. Yeah, Dr. Carson. Yeah. Yeah. He's a doctor that, yeah. and he's too stupid to avoid COVID. Hey, you know what? Well, they showed um, him shaking hands and kissing babies at that last, uh, Trump rally. Right, but someone he should I know, know better. Someone I know has a friend who um, got COVID. He he's supposedly uh, free of it now. Has no fucking memory. Had to quit work. Oh, um, oh my god! Can't can't um, remember anything. He has no memory. This thing is fucked up. God, you know it, yeah, it's horrible how it affects people differently. It's it's so it's so what? strange. So random.
Well, Andrew, I do um, feel your pain. Last... Yes. Yeah, what I, I'm sorry. I'm just so anxious because this is such a big topic for my wife and I, and you can tell I'm so anxious about it. Yeah. I just want to thank you and your staff and everybody so much. My, my wife makes fun of me. She's like, oh, it's just the Howard Stern Show. But I, I love you. You're, you're such a therapy to turn you guys on and to hear the complete opposite on the news, whatever comes out of the White House, and to just flip you on in the morning. I'm home from work, and just to hear you as I'm doing my daily routine is just so uplifting, and it's so emotional to have you as such a positive voice every now and then to do such wonderful things and the skits that you do. It's just so heroic, and I just appreciate everything you guys do. Well, listen, it's not heroic. I just have a big mouth. And the thing is this. Um, I don't see how anyone on this planet, alone, let alone the United States of America, can see it any differently. We are fucked, fucked, fucked. We're leading yeah, really. the world in one way. COVID. Right. Yeah. Other countries have this under control. Uh, a father like you knows what to do with his kid in those countries. We're the United States of America. you got to be kidding. Uh, what is this yeah. throwing your hands up in the air and saying, oh, it's all gone, magically gone? I mean, what is that? Come on, man. This is what yeah. government was built for, to fight a war yeah. against a virus that is wiping out our people. Over 250,000. And when something's happening in the entire United States, you don't just turn it over to each state. That's right. It's, it's ridiculous. This is That's what the federal why we have right a federal for. government. Yeah. All right, Andrew, you hang in there, buddy. When uh, when Biden was saying United States during his speech, we we started to cry because, you know, the last eight months, it's not been the United States. No, it hasn't. It's been New Jersey, New York, Florida. Everybody's doing their own thing. It's not the United States right now. And until that fuck in the office gets out of office, it's not going to be, God forbid, what's going to happen in three months until Biden gets in in January 20-whatever. Biden already has people in place. You know, they got to work the program right now or else we're going to lose more people. And it's disgusting because these assholes at supermarkets that get in your face that still have their Trump T-shirts on, it's it's horrible. It's such a nightmare. And I wish this had never happened if hillary was elected uh president none of this would happen because our people in china would still have this in the in the country before it got here but that fucker took it all away from us andrew thank you and uh hold tight new jersey let's hope uh help is on the way all right there's andrew who says uh, life's a nightmare and i agree with him uh my friend who um uh, lost their memory uh, is on the phone and wants to talk about it yes hello who is this Howard. Why are you calling me? What? I didn't what? call you. You called me. Now, how well, you got COVID? Uh, I got COVID? What do you mean? Yeah. How Did, am I hearing you right he now? He doesn't even remember that? You don't even remember radio. Who, who put these clothes on me? What? What is... See? See what it did know. to him? Yeah. It's not What's funny. radio? Right. See? He didn't even know what radio What's is funny? anymore. What a What's sad funny? situation. Do you know what What's funny that? is? What? Is this a telemarketer? You have to. I, I think I'm on a list. You can't call me. Does anyone remember laughter? What is what? All right. All right. <laughs> we get it. Poor thing. All right. Before we end the show, oh, Jeff the Drunk wants to say something. I don't know what, but I get accused of never putting him on. I don't need that in my life. Well, we yes, had him Jeff, on the you're other on. Day to tell us about his illness. Hello. Hello. What you can know, I do? I just for you? wanted to denounce. All the fucking people that voted for Trump. And I just want to say thank God that he is out of the office. He's and not out of the you, office Bobo. yet. Thank you. God bless you and God hmm. bless America. All right. Thank, thank you, you Jeff. Brian, go ahead. You're on the air in New Jersey. Good morning, Brian. Howard. Yes. Longtime listener. But at thank least you. go back 30 years. I have nice. a loan. I, I stopped listening to you. I you have sound a like you're listening now. I'm listening to you. I am, just for shits and giggles, just to see if I missed anything. When did you become such a big pussy? Why am I a pussy? Oh, boy. Why are you such Why a are you real talking man? to this guy? Everything. What? You're afraid of everything. You're damn right I am. I'm afraid of COVID. But I'll he's that. always been afraid of everything. So what? 
I know, but oh God, it's 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 draining. It's draining. You know, so you know, you sound like Brian. Afraid. This guy I saw on the internet who was uh, one of these, you know, no wearing mask guys, and uh, you know, he was all vocal about it. And then they they taped him right before he died of COVID, and he goes, "I made a mistake. No. I made a mistake." No, I, I, listen, you're a big I, shot. I had I had COVID. Uh, all I right, you're lucky. I wear a mask because let me tell you what, it scared the shit out of me. Well, Never there you go. And what if you lost your mom or your dad or somebody uh, to this this horrible thing that's going around? What do you mean I'm a pussy? What, if that's being a pussy, then I'm yeah, a pussy. Listen, uh, there's there's nature wins, Howard. Nature wins. This, nature this wins. isn't going away. You're going to throw your hands up in the in, in Australia. Nature didn't win. New Zealand, <laughs> it didn't thing. win. All of a sudden, that's what I'm saying. What am I making that up? Is, no, but is everybody fake around news? the world now is it knows better. Everybody around the world uh, knows Brian, listen, Why are you I, talking to him? He makes no sense. Um, I guess I'm a pussy because I don't want someone I love to die alone in a hospital. You're fucking nuts. Gary's uh, father-in-law died alone in the hospital, and Mary couldn't even go visit him. You're, you're a fucking pussy. No. You know, <laughs> why is polio <laughs> gone? You know how many people had polio and now we don't have it? Why is smallpox gone? Did, what, did you take the attitude that nature won when people had polio? No. People got to work and they beat it. No, what's Howard, what's here's, wrong here's with you? Matter. Come on, here's, Brian. You're smarter the, than no, that. No, here's the, no, Ryan, Howard, absolutely true. 30 listen, years of listening is, to this show, you should no, have learned listen, something. Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. I, no, truth of the matter is, I love you. You're awesome. I took an angle that I thought would get me on the on the air, and oh, guess what? Right. It worked. All right. I well, love it was you interesting. guys. Great job. Thank you, Brian. Okay, so there you go. So silly. You're you're the wacko who stayed on the phone with a fake caller. <laughs> I know. I would have been anyway, gone a long time ago. Let me end on an upbeat note. The um, I promised you yesterday we were uh, playing a phony phone call to Bigfoot, where Bigfoot oh. had phone sex with Melania Trump, <laughs> and you that was very that. funny. Yes, and uh, I was I was telling you I that heard. I had a bit of a a Bigfoot update and a game. So okay. um, I'll 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 end the show on that because uh, because quite frankly there's never a dull moment with Bigfoot when it comes to Bigfoot there's always excitement and people love updates on Bigfoot whether you know he's had uh, bug infestation he's uh, his mental health is always questionable he goes off his medication he's on his medication. I love that he called the police because his neighbors were making noise and he got arrested. That's right. You always love Bigfoot. <laughs> Everything Bigfoot is fun and interesting, right? <laughs> this we know. This we all agree on, whether you're for Trump or for Biden or somebody else. So anyway, uh, Bigfoot called into the show in September and admitted he was off his medication. Personally, it made him a great guest because he was very talkative. <laughs> Usually he's just sleepy. This is what unmedicated Bigfoot sounds like. When I concentrate on something, I can even get myself out of F unit, out of jail, and everything else, and get myself free by looking at a wall and looking at the top of the ceiling in F unit. Right. Now figure Bigfoot. that one out. Bigfoot, listen to me. It sounds to me, if I can diagnose, I'm not a doctor, but it sounds to me like you've stopped taking your medication. Am I right? My medication was fucking me up where it put me in a fog. Yeah. Put him in a bog. No, a fog, he was saying. Oh, is that what he said? <laughs> anyway, here's your update. Wolfie called Bigfoot to see if he was back on his medication. How are things going with your medication? Better than what the other medication was doing for me. At least you don't make my fucking brain into a fog. So did the doctor put you on new medication? Yes, he did. He makes me a little drowsy, makes me a little fucking conjure down a little bit. It's not doing a complete job. I'm still pretty fucking aggravated. My blood pressure is right up through the roof. There's no problem. I don't know if I'm still able to read minds. I'm pretty sure I'm able to do it. It might take me a little bit longer time to do it. See, he got me on medication to slow my brain down some. So one positive is you're less foggy, but a negative might be you can no longer read minds. I may be able to read minds. It might take me a longer, longer time to read somebody's mind. I'll have to use a little bit more strength. Yep. Oh, so that's, my. Uh, yep. 
You got to love Bigfoot. You got to love Bigfoot's <laughs> medication has some negative side effects. Here we go. So beyond this new medication to help your brain, what other medication are you taking currently? Stool softeners and the stuff for fucking calming me down. So does the stool softener help you loosen up your shit? Yes, it does. How have your bowel movements been lately? Kind of a little stiff. Like I said, I'm pretty aggravated and I'm still not calmed down very much. Are your turds so hard that they kind of rip your ass when they come out? Sometimes, depending on how hard they come out. When you wipe your ass, do you typically see a little blood on the toilet paper? Yes. Sometimes <laughs> it's that way, sometimes it's not. When your shit hits the water, what does it look like generally? Does it sometimes look like a 